Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Tzadi. We left off yesterday in the middle of the Ramah in Sif Yudches, which is the very bottom of page Kuf Chav Gimel, about to turn on to page 246. So the Ramah says, we'll pick up in the third to last line on the top, V'yesh omrim da'afilu b'lo asara odif l'hispalel b'beis ha'midrash ha'kavu'alo. Some say that even if there is no minion in the base medrash, if it is your set base medrash, it's better to daven there than to go to the base aknesis and daven with a minion. V'davka misha toroso umnoso. Davka someone who Torah is his profession. V'einu misbato b'lav hochi. And he does not waste time from Tamil Torah for anything. And then the Ramah says, V'afilu hochi. Even one on that level that should daven be yechidus without going to shul if he's in his base medrash kavua, lo yagil atzmo lasoskein. He should not train himself to do this on a consistent basis. Shelo yumadu ame haaretz mimenu. So ame haaretz should not learn from him. V'yisbatlu mibeis akneses. And then they'll stop going to shul. V'kol shekein shelo yasok batorah bebeis akneses bezman shatzibur omrim slichos usuchinos. Certainly a person should not be osik in Torah while he's in shul, while the Tzibur is saying there to Philos. So we're up to the Mishabura in Sivkata Nun Zayin. Shalom Yilmudu. Um... Sifkata Nun Zayin is long, and that which the Ramah said, that you should not do this on a consistent basis, to daven b'yechidus in the base medrash, and not go to the shul to daven with the minion. So the Amaratzim should not learn from you. Ki lo yedinuhu l'kav because they won't be judging you favorably, litlos b'toraso, to, to assume that the reason why you're staying here is because of your libera Torah. Shebishvil limudu hu mispal they're not going to assume, and danyu l'kav that you're daven b'yechidus because of your learning. Rak yomru, rather they will just say, she'eno that you don't take tefillah seriously. The adunu kalvachomer al atzmon, and they will therefore make a kalvachomer to themselves. Velo yachoshu klalot tefillah. If this great person is not makpid on tefillah, but see why also not to be makpid on it, and therefore they're not going to be makshiv tefillah. Sifkata Nuncha says, "Bizman shat tzibur." There, and we said, certainly you should not be learning Torah while the tzibur is davening. V'chein b'shas kriyat Torah. Ayin simon kuf membav. So too, one should not be learning while kriyas Torah is going on. And the mishabur now continues on page two forty six. Kosov b'sefer ma'ima murachai. The imhu kvar hispalo. If you already davened, the eno omet shom elo lanos hakadishim vakadushos meosham sheporsim al shma o shecholzim kolatvila. And you're only there to answer kaddish and kadusha to what's going on with the minion, but you're not actually part of the minion. You're not actually davening with the minion. Osik ba torah eno choshesh. In that case, you can be osik in torah. You don't have to worry about it because you're not davening in that minion. And so too, it is clear from the Lashon of the Ramah, This is only a problem when you are separating from the Tzibur, but if you're not actually part of the Tzibur, you're just helping them, or you're just answering Amen, so then you don't have to worry, you can be Osik and Torah. In note 66, he discusses, let's say a person is learning, and he hears the bracha, does he have to answer Amen while he is learning? So he says, If a person is in the middle of learning, that he's sitting in the base medrash in order to learn. And there happens to be a minion nearby, and he hears a bracha. So, is noted to be lenient that you don't have to answer Amen. And he leaves out if you're not davening there, you're just learning Torah, you do not have to answer Amen. But the Pisgah Tshuva argues and says you do have to answer Amen. 
from answering Amen if you are learning and also from Amen but you should answer Kedusha Baruch and Modim why? because there it will be recognizable if you don't join in with the Tzibur you should stop in order to answer Birchas Kohanim however for Talmud Torah of the public you should not be Mavatil because of that and the last point in this note is that in the Shevet HaLevi he writes that if answering Amin is going to be a distraction to your learning, then you are not chayiv to answer Amin while you are learning and you hear a bracha. Says the Mechaber in Sif Yutas, the top of page 246. Yikva mokum mutfilaso, a person should make a set place for his tvilo, you should have a mokum kavua. That he should not change, if not for a reason. It's not enough to have a set shul that you are davening in. But in addition, in the shul that he is kavua in, he has to have a set shul that he davens in and a set place in that shul. Says the Mishabura in Sekotun Yutas, Yikpa Mokum, Shekain Matsinu Bi Avram Avinu Shekova Mokum Lutfilaso. Because that's what we find by Avram Avinu that he had a set place for Davening, like the Pasuk says, Vayashkim Avram Baboker, El Hamokum Asher Omat Shom Espene Hashem. That Avram got up early in the morning to the place in which he stood. He went back to his regular place where he davened, so we see Avram Avinu had a Mokum Kavua. So too, in a person davens in his house by himself, he should have a set place where he davens. So that the people in the house, his family members, do not distract him. It doesn't have to be so exacting. You don't have to kick the guy out if he's in your seat. You can sit in the next seat with indal ramos. That all is considered your mokom kavua because you can't get things exact anyway. If you look at a few interesting notes over here, note number 67 writes that the Shulchan Aruch later on tells us a different reason why you should have a Makam Kavua. He says over there that Tfilah is B'makam Korban, and therefore it has to be standing up and has to be in a Makam Kavua. So here we say it's from Avram Avinu, there we say it's from Karbonos. So the Bach explains, She'es Iker Hatam La'amida Ukfiyas Makam Lomdim Avram Avinu. The Iker reason for standing during davening and for having Kfiyas Makam is from Avram Avinu. But a person should have kavana when he's davening. That everything he's doing, all the halachas he's following, is like a korban. So the tefila should go up to the same place that the korban goes up. father. This kviyas makom is dafka adinish mona esrei. V'hosef shekach mashma gam bi yushalmi. However, Rabbeinu Yona ubetur mashma sheyesh kvua makom gam lamiras pesuket dezimu sharat tefila. It's not just from esrei; it's the whole davening. It's mashma from them that you should have a set place. Ule inyan kviyas makom lelimud. In terms of having a set place where you learn. Or you sit in the shir, the Mishibur writes later on, You should have as well a set place where one is going to learn. In note 68, we'll just start with the second paragraph. Even if a person davens all three tefillos in different shuls, or he davens in one shul during the week and one shul on Shabbos. 
That's also considered being Kovea Makom. He's referring to the first thing the Machaber said, but having a set place that you're davening. But if you're set, that you go for Shachar Siyah and Mincha over there, that's considered set. It doesn't have to be that you go to the same shul every single Tfilah. And, and one more note over here, note number 69. Let's say a person's running late, and if he wants to go to his usual minion that he goes to, he's going to have to skip Sukkot Azim in order to catch from Esri on time, or he can go to a different minion that's later in a different shul. So Shlomo Zalman says, she is Go to your set minion, even if you have to skip around in Sukkot Azim to catch from Esri. That's the Chashivas of the Mokom Kavua. Changing your location, going to a different minion is a distraction from your Kavana, and therefore better to go late to your regular shul, your regular place, than to switch and go on time to another place. One more point they bring down over here is an ovel shetzarech leo shatz ve'ein bev sherusel espalo kishatz ve'saknesa kavua shalo. For whatever reason, he's an avelus. Someone takes precedence. He's not able to go and get the omer in his regular shul. So Rabbi Yosef writes, "Shemishum kibur aveim yochol l'shanos mokom tefilaso." Because of kibur aveim, that would be grounds to go to a different shul so he can get the omer. Shein l'chot tzarek gadol mizeh. There's no greater need than that for kibur aveim. However, others argue. Shlomo Zalman Orba says, and if Yaakov Kamenetsky says, she'ein otzarech l'shanos is makomo. For your side. For an oval, I'm sorry, for an oval, you don't have to switch your place. The rock be your side, Yishtadel Espal, Keshatz Mokamacher. Dafka on your side, that's more chashes, then you should go to make sure you get the Omid, even if you go to a different shul. The Chain Hora, go to this in Karelitz. Shekevan Shekol Mitzvah Shaben Osa. Yesh Baza Ilu in the Shama. Very important point is that since any mitzvah a child does for his parent, there's an Ilu in the Shama for the parent. So staying in your Mokum Kavua, even if you're not davening for the Omud, that itself is an Ilu for the Neshama that you're following the rules of of Mokum Kavua. Needless to say, if you don't get into a fight and you keep it the Shalom, that also would be an Ilu Neshama for the parent not to get into any kind of uh, issue of who gets the Omud. Let's go weiter in the Mechaber. We're up to Sif Chof. Page 246. The Gemara says in Brachos that a person should go in the measurement of two entrances and then he should daven. Now, there are a few explanations what exactly this means. Some say that it means you should walk in two entrances, meaning each entrance is four tfachim worth. You should walk in eight tfachim into the shul. Before you daven, shelo yeshev etzla pesach. You shouldn't sit right next to the door. What's the reason? Shenirek kemasui yeshivas pesach neses. It looks like it's a pain in the neck to be in shul. You want to zoom out as soon as possible, so you're sitting right by the door. Therefore, you should go in shnei pesachim. You should go in eight pesachim and then find a place to sit. Ulafiza, according to this understanding, im yeshlo mokum miyuchad etzla pesach. If you have a mokum kavoy, your set place is by the doorway. So in the kachlum, no one's kosher that you're doing because you want to run out. That's where you always sit. That's your makom kavua. The yesh mefarshim shatam, and some explain the reason is mipneishem mabit lachutz ve'enu yachal lachavin. You're going to be looking around outside. You're not going to be able to concentrate on your davening. Ulafiza, according to this, im eno pasuach or rishasarabim im kachlum. If it's not open to the public area where people are walking around, you don't have to be kosher for that either because you're not sitting there to look around. There's nothing to look at. 
The Yesh Mefarshim, and there are those who say, that it doesn't mean physically moving in two entranceways, eight Tvachim. Rather, it means wait the time that it takes to walk to eight Tvachim, not to walk in and daven right away. Wait the time it takes to walk through two openings. It is appropriate to be considered for all the Perushim, and therefore one should only sit by the door if it's not open to Rosh Hashanah and it's his Makam Kavua, and he pauses the time it takes to walk to Eitz Vachim, and then he covers all his bases, and he would be able to sit by the door. Says the Mishabura in Sifkaton Samach Alos Shir Shnei Pesachim, Ayin Bebach Shekasav Ditzarech Lasos Azara Lifnei Habesa Knesses Dugmas Haulam Shayel Lifnei Ahechal. That one, when they're building a shul, they should make an extra room in front of the Ashul Beis Knesses. They should make an Azara, just like in the Beis Hamikdash, there was the Ulam that was leading up to the Hechal. And then he goes on to explain with this pshat, the Gemara that says the Shir Shnei Psachim, and that's based on the Yushalmi, and it's based on a Pasuk that the Yushalmi brings that we had a couple of days ago. Ashrei Adam Shomei Ali Lishkor Al Dalsosa Yom Yom. We said praise with you the person who hastens to my doors, Yom Yom, doors, Shnei Psachim, that you should walk in two doors. You should walk in one door to the shul into the Azara, and then another one into the actual Beis HaKnesses. That's how the Yushalmi understands, and therefore the Bach says that you should make an Azara before the Beis HaKnesses so you could actually physically walk through two doors, Shnei Psachim, two doors, till you get in. That is the minog to have these, the entranceway leading up to the Beis HaKnesses. And therefore, for that reason, you don't want to be davening in the hallway. You want to get in all the way to the shul so you can actually pass through the two doorways. And then we said, the third shot was, Yisha Shir, you should wait the time it takes to walk in the two doorways so you can be more focused on your davening. So you should have Yisha Vadas, the Yispal B'Kavona, and you'll be able to daven with better Kavona. When a person davens immediately upon entering right away, his mind is not settled. Then the Mishnah ends up and says, "Mechabdim bePesach beSaknesah sheikanes hagadot chila ha'ol v'roi lemezuzah." Says the Mishnah that there is an inyan bimechabed, a bigger person to go in before to the entrance of the beSaknesah, since it's an opening as roi lemezuzah, even though there's no chiyuv to have a mezuzah on the beSaknesah, it's not a makom dira, but it is roi. It's befitting to have a mezuzah as opposed to a dirty place or bathroom where it's not befitting, and there there's no inyan bimechabed and adam gadol. In note 73, he points out, the af in biglalze yafsit shlo yeh me'asara harishonim. If be mechabed and adam gadol, a bigger person need to go in first, even though you peek in and you see there are nine people there, the one who goes, goes in first is going to be number 10, there's still an in to mechabed him and lose that and not be number 10. You're only, the Gemara says in Brachas, you're only mechabed by an entrance, a gadol, an entrance as royal mezuzah, like a chash of an entrance, as opposed to a bathroom or a bathhouse, you're not going to be mechabed over there. Zokta mechabed weiter in Sif Chof Aleph. When one is davening, he should make sure that there's nothing separating between him and the wall. Something that's set, that's always there in that place, like an aron or a teva, a bima or an kodesh, that's not considered a chatzitza. Now it says here, mechitza, I think it means chatzitza, it's not considered to be a separation unless it's a big thing that is ten tvachim high and it's four tvachim wide. 
small thing, that's not considered a separation between you and the wall. And then the Mechaber says, If there's an animal in front of you, that's also not considered a chatzitza between you and the wall. Even a person separating between you and the wall is not a chatzitza. Says the Ramah, The Ramah argues and says, It appears to me that animals are a chatzitza, and a person is not a chatzitza. Says the Mishabura, Sivkaton Samech Gimel. There should be nothing that is chotzeit shenemar. We learn out from Chizkiyo, as the pasuk says, "Vayasev Chizkiyo ponav el akir vayispalul." Chizkiyo turned his face towards the wall and he davin. So we see you should be facing the wall when you davin. There are two reasons for this, and we're going to see them as we go through the mishabura. But the two reasons are: one is that you want to face the wall, so you shouldn't be distracted in your kavana. And number two is just like a korban is an idea of not having a chatzitza between the kohen's hand and the kli that he's working with. So too, I don't know why the exact comparison to the wall, but there should be a chatzitza between the mispalel and the kir. Says the mishabura mikomakom einze elul mitzvah minamufchar. This din of davening directly in front of the wall without any kind of separation is only for a mitzvah minamufchar. Veleis be isura kishetzarach lekach mitzad dochek hamakom. And there is no iser if you need to daven with something separating you. If it's squishy and there's not enough room, it's not really an iser. Alkein therefore im iefsher bekalus lespal binyan acher. If there's no other way to daven directly. Facing the wall without anything that's considered a chatzitza separating you. Like sometimes they're davening ten people in a small room. And it's impossible for all ten of them to be standing in a way that there'll be no chatzitza between them and the wall. Don't hold off the davening because of that and say, oh, I gotta be facing the wall and I can't have a chatzitza, therefore I can't daven. Don't do that. Don't go into a different room to daven. You rather you should stay over there. However, in that case where there is a real chatzitza between you and the wall, yatsim enav, you should close your eyes, o yispal mitoch asidur, or daven from a sitter, v'lo yabil achutz, and don't look outside so you shouldn't be distracted by the thing that's being chotzitz between you and the wall. Kedei shelo yovel lidei bitol kavona ayidei davar achotzitz shelofanov. So you should not be distracted from the thing that is separating you. Sifkotan samechtal et beino uben akir, between you and the wall, v'afilu imhu rachok min akir. Even if you are far away from the wall, there still shouldn't be a chatzitza. Even if you're standing in the middle of the shul, there still shouldn't be a separation that's counted as a separation between you and the wall. The primagodim has a side to say that if the chatzitza, the thing that's separating between you and the wall, is more than four amos away from you, that's considered already a rishus acheres. It's not considered a chatzitza, and it would be okay. The teva, we said examples of things that are not considered a chatzitza, an aron and a teva. Umito shalono ha'asuyos l'shchiva, beds that are used for sleeping. The ain derech atatla mimokom lovimokom, they're not usually moved around, they stay stationary in one place in the room. Nikros davar kavua, that's considered something said. The ain amchotzitzim, and the bed is not considered a chatzitza either. If you are in a bedroom. V'yesh cholkim, some argue, v'tov lahachmir b'de'efshir, it is good to be machmir if you can. Rak b'davar gadol, this is that Ramah says, it's only considered a chatzitza davar gadol, that's ten t'vachim high, four t'vachim wide. Sifkotan samach vav. Ayin betaz. D'chol davar shu tzorech tvila. Anything that is needed for the tvila. Afilu hu gadol harbe, even if it is very large, eno choshev hefsek. It's not considered a hefsek. Kegon ha-shulchun shebabayish shemenichan olav asidr. Like a table in the house that you're putting your sitter on while you're davening. 
the table will not be considered a chatzitza. V'lochein nogu b'beis haknesses, and therefore there is a custom in the shuls, sh'yesh lufnei kol echod shulchon katon shekorin shtender. Therefore there's a minog in the shuls that before each person there's a small table that we call a shtender. Shemanichim olav asidurin, that we place the sitter on. Afo pisha gavoa asara v'rochav arba, even if it's ten tzvachim high and four tzvachim wide, it's okay. V'chein kasu shari achronim. And note 75 he brings down from Rav Chaim Kinyeski that even if you're not actually using your shtender to put your sitter on, you're just holding on to the shtender that also is okay, that's considered of Nida Tvila and that will not be considered a chatzitza. Sifkotan Samach Zayin, the Mishaburah says that it's a problem if it's ten tefachim high and four tefachim wide. Afilu im eno rochav arbo rak lomalav lolomata. Even if it's only four tefachim wide on top and not on the bottom, I meaning it has like a stand and then it gets wider on top, that also would be a problem. Again, if it's not used for tefillah, it's not something that's normally kavua. It's hard to really come up with something that's really going to be considered a chatzitza. We see all the exceptions. Says the Mishra Vaitis of Kodan Samuches, Lo Choshev Hefsik, that is not considered a Hefsik if it is a Dover Kodan. ground. Even if they're not attached to the ground, but they're normally set up that way, it's already not considered a chatzitza. So there's many grounds for saying that something is not considered a chatzitza. It's very hard to come up with something that would be a chatzitza when you're in a regular shul. Except for a possibly a person, which we said over here, that Adam is not chatzitz. But in Sif Schof Beis, the Mechaber says, V'yesh Misha Omer, there are those who say, She'yesh li'zor mi'lehispalel ha'choresh shum Adam. That one should be careful not to daven behind any person. V'tov lochosh l'dvarov. And that's good to be choshesh for that shita, not to daven behind any person. Now that would get very, very complicated if you're in a shul, if you can't daven behind a person. So then you have to have a very, uh, I guess the B'nai Shalom based measures is good. A very wide shul, short, wide shul, so everyone can face the wall. But the Mishiburah's omid on this lakuda. In Sifkotan Samachtes. If you look at Sifkotan Samachtes, she yeshli zor l'milispalo. Some say you should be zor, not davening behind a person. Kosa b'sefer ma'ima murachai. L'chore yesh l'daktik bazeh. De'yef shor l'zor bazeh. This is impossible to be careful about. De'ech efshor shiyu kol ha'om ha'om d'bebeis ha'kneses neged ha'kosa b'lo ha'sakas adam. How could you have every person in the shul be facing the wall without any other person separating them? It's just one long line. Lochein nira, therefore it appears, the aflaha yesh omrim, even according to this yesh omrim, the machabra brings out in Sifcha Beis, lohave hefsek gomur. This is not considered a real hefsek she osr lochal adam, that it should be osr for all people. Ela zihirus ba'alma sheyesh li zarb the efsher. Rather, it's just a zihirus that you should do if you're able to. It's like a chumra, if you're able to keep this chumra gevaldik. But if you're in a shul or a similar kind of place, or a chastan, a hundred people davening in a very small room, it's impossible to get everyone to be facing the wall in that room. It is obvious that it is 100% mutter l'chatchila to daven behind the person. Ella sha medaktik b'maisav, one who is very medaktik in his actions, yireh sheyelo mokom kavua neged akosel ad kamashono. One should try to see to it if he is able to, to try to get a seat um, facing the wall. So they're going around, they're seating on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, so you, know, you should do your shtadlus and ask if there's a seat available facing the wall. 
But other than that, it's 100% fine, l'chatchila, to be davening behind someone. It's just the psalm, it's a chumra, if one is able to uh, keep to that chumra. Yes, Shaya. Just real quick, the psalm in the Yes. Is that implying that it's okay to daven in a bedroom? Yes. Yes, we've had this. Be- we had this before also because we ha- we had Shaya asked, "Is it to imply over here that you could daven in a bedroom?" That in Sifkat and Samachay, the Mishaburu talking about that where the beds are going to be a chatzitza between you and the wall. I think we saw this other times as well when we talked about Meiraglayim and so on. If it was under a bed, how how high the bed was, if the if the walls hung down low enough for them three twelve, if it's considered covered or not. So we saw clearly that there is room as long as you're careful that there's no Meiraglayim, there's no Tzoa, there's no erva, uh, there's no inappropriate things. So it would be okay. Doesn't mean it's necessarily the best place to choose to daven in your house, but it certainly is okay to daven in the bedroom. That's a good ha'ara. Um, could, back to Kriyas Makam for a second. Yes. Um, you find sometimes people, I'm not sure what's reading it, maybe it's because it's last much to the wall, or maybe it's because they don't want to, they want to try to or whatever. And for Shemina Esther, you see sometimes that they go up to the front. You see people that go up to the front to daven for Shemina Esther? They're in their seats, they're sitting over here, and then for Shmanestre, whether they have a long Shmanestre, they don't want people to, you know, to walk up to the front, to the wall. Is that a problem with Kriya Smakim? That's not Well, it's interesting. So you're asking if someone who dives normally in the back and goes up for the front to dive in Shmanestre. So it seems like a lot of people have seen that. So, uh, if, if the, again, we saw Machlokas over here in the post game whether the idea of Kriya Smakim is that for Shmanestre or for the whole Tfila. So, for sure, for Shmonesri. Right, for sure, for But if that's, maybe that's, maybe that's his Makam Kavua. Maybe he always goes up to the same spot for Shmonesri. So that would be considered his Makam Kavua. Question is if you should have two different Makam Kavuas within one Tvila. We said you could have one for Shachris and one Shul, one for Milch and another Shul. So maybe you could have it in the same Shul for Shachris and Milch also. But to have with it, for Psukhet is in one place in Shmonesri, I don't know. So you're only doing it for Myra because Myra is no very short afterwards. I don't know. Oh, the coast. The coastal is not a place that people daven bekvias usually, unless they live unless they live right there. You're saying every time you go to the coastal, they daven in the same place. Those days, guys are. I don't know. A person. I know the whole svara in the Bakam kavua is that is that you have more kavana because you're not going to get distracted because you're always used to that place. But if you go to the coastal once every two years or so, depends how often you go. So I don't know that it helps you. Yeah, I don't know if it helps you to go back to the same place. It's not going to be any less distracting necessarily. But one other interesting note that I skipped, so I didn't know if we were finished in time, but apparently we did. If you look, go back to note 68, that first part of the note, he says, I thought it was rather obvious, that's why I skipped it, but he points out an interesting thing. We said about Mokab Kabu, we learned from Avram Avinu, in note 68 he writes in the beginning, You don't have to dive in your whole entire life in the same place. Because Avram Avinu was also traveling from place to place. Even though we see he had a Mokab Kabua, it wasn't forever. He also traveled and dived in other places. Thought it was rather obvious. That's what he points out from Aram Avinu. We see Aramakal Kavua, but we see it wasn't a permanent Kavua his whole life. He always, he traveled as well. He went to Mitzrayim, went to other places, and he obviously was davening during those times also, and not in the same place that he davened the original time. So the Prima Gadam also writes in note 68, he brings it down. I don't know why he would switch in the summer and the winter, but if a person has one place he likes to sit in the winter, maybe he doesn't like the heat blowing on him in the winter, so he switches to a different Makam. Oh, different, a different shul, you're saying. Okay, so either way. Even Shachar Semincha, we said that. Correct, correct, correct. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll finish the simon on Sunday.
You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daffin shas, including my armakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.